0: hello everybody welcome back to pick and roll the nba betting show on the board youtube channel part of the hammer betting network smash that like button if you enjoyed today's show we got two picks coming for you guys only a four game slept uh, slate excuse me in the nba today but we do have those two picks coming at you we have a straight player prop and then we also have an sgp on the way it's been a tough start to this week or been a tough week in general, but we're hoping to get back on track here to mention in chat. It's been just some crazy, crazy losses here. The OT loss we've had the blowout suffering yesterday with Jalen Brown. We had the hook on Keldon Johnson, but two strong plays today to hopefully set it right. Let's get you those right away on today's show to avoid any movement. Just sorry for the delay. Just one move right before the show. But first of all, Franz Wagner, going back to him. We're taking him just on his own. Over 18 and a half points for minus 110 odds at DraftKings. Also, if you have access to FanDuel, this is minus 108 at the moment. So you feel free to go take it over there. But minus 110, minus 108, both quality prices to take for Franz in this one. Second bet is an SGP, despite the Raptors completely dismantling the Bucks last night. That was such a strange game. And we'll talk about that for sure. But we're going back to the Raptors here and fading the Raptors a little bit. We're going to take an SGP from minus 115 at DraftKings. This is also available at BetMGM. We have Joel Embiid on the over. He likes to play against the Raptors, it seems. A little bit of a personal vendetta, uh, but over 25 and a half for him on the alternate line. And we're taking an alternate line for the Toronto Raptors point total, just the Raptors point total under 110.5. Again, that's minus 115 odds at MGM or at DK. So, Pips, we'll go to that Franz Wagner play, first of all. Uh, you're going back to him. What do you like about his matchup here against the Jazz? I
1: mean, Jazz plays super hot, super high pace. Even though it's a back-to-back game, I don't uh, expect them to slow down. Uh, and this is a perfect matchup uh, for Franz. He's known for his uh, floaters uh, from, like, like five feet from, from the rim, and that would be great weapon against uh, the, uh deep drop coverage. He also has a great volume this season. His usage is higher. He's shooting a lot more trees. Like he was 4.5 trees average on, on the last season. Now that increased to almost eight trees a, a game. Utah just allowed a lot of trees. And yeah, I just think. This is the perfect matchup for him. Last season, even, even, the, even the last season, he scored 26 and 24 against uh, the, the Orlando Magic. And I'm now, I now expect him to, to, to be even better. Banquero is struggling. Everyone, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. is also struggling scoring. So I think the first scoring option should be uh, Franz Wagner. And he should lead them to a win. Orlando Magic are playing, playing great basketball so far, and and yeah, I just expect him to, to have a great
0: game. Yeah, makes sense there. We had him uh, against the Clippers the other day, though he did not hit his line. He was one under it. Kawhi Leonard also didn't hit, so it didn't particularly matter on that one. But Franz Wagner, you have a strong opinion on the player. The Magic are looking to have a fun season here. Not sure if it's going to be fun enough to be a playing team slash a playoff team, but certainly some teams struggling in the East. We'll see. But do you think the Magic are playing team? Yeah, sure.
1: Bulls are not for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, can I can I name five teams worse than the Magic? Wizards, Hornets, Bulls, Pistons. May you know what they're right there because then maybe you could argue the Pacers. Uh, maybe not. Pacers, not Raptors, and Pacers, raptors, raptors, and and Magic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, my personal, my personal bias may be influencing. I think the Raptors are a tick above those two teams. Uh, maybe even slightly. I named those three, three teams to battle the last two plays for for, oh, for, for the place what, what have, what have the Raptors become? Yeah. Well, it was a fun day yesterday for the Raptors. Uh, we'll see if maybe there's a bit of overreaction slightly on market because we're going to fade them here. We're going to take an SGP minus one fifteen odds. Uh, like I said, care MGM for the Embiid over and the Raptors team total under. Talk to me about Embiid's matchup with Toronto and maybe the, the his, history of this matchup. Uh, no more nurse. They doubled
1: him, but not quick, not quick enough. Last game he scored thirty-four easily. Like it wasn't even difficult for him to score thirty-four. Like you, like it used to be before. They were allowing him to shoot from free throw extended, so that was the area he got wide open looks. He drive to the ball. I mean, he was quick to attack. He always got to the good spot. He put Jacob in foul trouble like uh, four minutes in. Atucha was just not good enough to, not long enough to contest his shots. Pick and roll with Maxi is difficult because you can't let Maxi shoot because yeah. he's <laughs> unbelievable. And yeah, I think the 25 and a half is is to cover He's He covered this in with only five uh, free throws. I think that's on level, and some double teams were not great, so so he could draw uh, a more fouls. With they're just swarming on him, and he just can pull up and get to the line. I expect it to be more today. Yeah, I just think they are. They can do much uh, when Maxi is playing so so great. So they'll just be happy for him to settle for midis, and if, he, if they can't hold him I'll be under ten free throws, and like under like thirty five points, I think they'll be more than happy with it. So yeah, I think the way they defended in the game, game one, if they repeat that in the game two, it should try. And yeah, Maxi is probably so. The second part of this bet is Raptors. Last night we had Siakam. <sighs> this, this He took thirteen but, shots. Like. Yeah. If you had you would, 21 and a half and Pascal Siakam and he clears the line 13 shots, you are like what can you do about it? He scored five threes and Bucks' defense was unbelievable <laughs> Like I don't know what Griffin is doing, but that looked like non playoff team defense. Like that that was terrible. And it was not yeah. And the offense is even worse. Like I don't know what the hell are they doing. Like this Bucs team looked terrible so far. He's experimenting, but, yeah, difficult. So, the thing with the Raptors, they are on a back-to-back after that crazy game last night. Last game against the 76ers, they shot 53% from the three-point as a terrible three-point shooting team and still didn't cover. They only scored 107. Then they had overtime against the Bulls still stayed relatively easy under this line. Then they scored 91 against portland Blazers. so yeah i don't think they'll touch this line like i expect them to if they get to 100 that will be pretty pretty well so, yeah they they've yeah, had
0: 110 they had hundred once, hundred once this season. One season it was yesterday
1: yeah so also the invite part like there is not much scoring on, on the 76ers team like you, you'll get Ubre and harris scored 15 votes that's 30 and then you have no one besides Maxi. So I just expect Embiid and Maxi that they need to score like 60 plus points every night in order to for the Philly the 76ers to reach 110. So yeah, just, they're just play. Also, last game against the Raptors, unlike the game against the Bucks, the they run a pick and roll with Maxi and Embiid a lot in, in that game. M- way more than in the first game. So like if they are playing pick and rolls together, Embiid's offense will be unlocked. Maxi is learning the pocket pass, and they'll improve as the season goes on. And I think this game should be great, great, great chance for them because Jacob is staying well, well very deep in, 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 the, in the in the in the in the in the in the paint. And I think everyone in the league will accept uh, Joel Embiid shooting midis.
0: So uh, Raptors are yep. different. Yeah, agreed on that. I mean, even if Joel Embiid does go nuclear, the Raptors, again, might just live with those shots in that space. Darko certainly plays the analytics, the Raptors head coach. So um, involvement in that could have a, could be comfortable once again, allowing Embiid to have those sort of spaces. But uh, Max, you mentioned him a lot. Just want to mention you guys later on today, me and Evan Kirk going live. At 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Maxi will be a big topic of conversation and his role with the Sixers post Harden trade. We'll also be talking about Clippers, so stay tuned for that one a little bit later on today. But let's talk about the bets from yesterday. Recap, as we always do. It was another 0-2 day for us, unfortunately. Jalen Duran voided because he didn't play. So the Siakam one you mentioned, I see his stressed here. Siakam had 13 shots, goes 5 of 8 from 3. Uh, got him in bunches, too. Had 12 in the first quarter. Then really did nothing until like late third, early fourth, I think it was. Then he just had a nuclear stretch again and got himself up to 26. So game as a whole, even with a 12-point first quarter, I was watching. Uh, obviously, happy to see Siakam doing well as a fan, not for the bet. But it just looked like halfway through the game that he was going to cool off and not even get get to this line. Even still, he gets there. On the other side, Jalen Brown. I mean, I, I mentioned it already, but it was just it was a blowout. The, the Celtics... Won by like forty points here. Do you want to talk about the Celtics? I want to talk about
1: Siakam. So he had that three of uh, drop coverage. They completely left him open. He started the game with first possession, first three, and yeah, for players like Siakam, it's all like freaky. He's very streaky. Yeah. So the first thing, uh, then he didn't do much. Like he scored second three, also the same thing. Like completely left wide open, and then didn't do anything. And then uh, Bucks uh, benched Giannis and Lopez at the same time. So he was going, going against Bobby Portis and Jake Crowder inside. Like, Then he got like one midi, second midi, one layup, get to the line in like two minutes. Like, Everything was falling for him. And in that matchup, he should try. Like, There's no way Bobby Portis is stopping uh, Pascal Siakam one-on-one. Line. And that's on the box, like, you, you can't have a lineup without Lopez and Giannis. You need to have at least one of them on the, on the court at the same time, and they just got cooked. And then, as it seemed that he got, like, cold, the fourth, fourth quarter started, and she just, again, left wide open, wide open, wide open, made threes, and... Even if he shot, like, three from eight, from three, like we, we, which will be, like, crazy good for Pascal Siakam. That would be very good night. We'll, yeah, we will win that bet. So, yeah, nothing to do about it. And the second part about Boston Celtics, I actually expected them to, like, okay, we are winning. We are up a lot, so we'll move the ball and play basketball. It was, like, whoever gets the ball goes over the court and shoots. Like, it was Drew Holiday, Porzingis, Derrick White. They just, everyone was fighting for their part of their the, of the points. So, yeah, Ball didn't just come about to the jail Brown. And they would get got pulled, like, with four minutes left in the fourth quarter, in the third quarter. Yeah, not enough time just to cover. I, I knew Halliburton was questionable. I expected him to play. But even without him, Pacers did some great stuff last season without Halliburton. Yeah, fought some good, good battles, and this one was just completely fell off the track. And Boston Celtics defense was unbelievable to watch. Like it's not that Pacers didn't try; they just locked the shit out, and and they couldn't do shit. Like every shot was
0: very contested with two seconds left on the clock. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's just. Both games, you go, you, the handicap is there. Siakam only takes 13 shots. Like, even though it was a blowout, he played until there was five minutes to go in the game. Um, but both of them, like, you're betting on usage. That's, like, what you, you bet yeah. on. You bet on usage, and your expectation is the player hits their averages and what you'd expect for, like, shooting percentages yeah. and things of that nature. So, in, in that regard, things went fine. It's just variants really not breaking our way. So far this season, much like last season, we had uh, an unfortunate start to the season, we'll call it, but things started to pick up. So we trust the process with these picks. Don't want to sound like John B, but uh, the process is there. The process is a process over results in a lot of senses, and eventually the results will come along with that. That is what we are going to have here on the pick and roll show. Hopefully it starts tonight with the two picks that we have in play. First of all, Magic and Jazz, Franz Wagner over 18 and a half points. -110 at DraftKings. Also, when we when we posted it, not sure if it's still there, but it was -108 at FanDuel. So, make sure you're shopping around. Second play, Raptors at 76ers, we have a SGP -115 at DK and MGM. Joel Embiid over 25 and a half points and the Toronto Raptors under 110 and a half points on the team total. Thank you guys for another great show. We're going to be live again. Well, I'm going to be live with Kirk Evans a little bit later on today. Make sure you stay tuned for that. We're talking Clippers, Maxi Bucks defense, and of course, some bets me and will be back tomorrow. Same time, 1130 a.m. Eastern time for more from Pick and Roll. Thanks so much for watching. Drop a like if you enjoyed. Subscribe for more just like this. We'll see you again very soon.